Hey everybody, welcome back to Project Riverside. This is Steve, your host. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 through 30. It says, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so is it with Christ. For we were all baptized by one Spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jew or Gentile, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I don't belong to the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I don't belong to the body. It would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts of the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? And as it is, there are many parts but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you, and the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary. Those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable, and the parts that we think are less honorable we treat with special honor. The parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now, you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second, prophets, third, teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Now eagerly desire the greater gifts, and yet I will show you the most excellent way. In Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on in love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So the reason why I brought these up is today's devotion is about praying for each other's relationships and special pieces of their mind and body as God has designed them to be. You know, When, I, when we discovered that we were going to be first-time parents, we buckled down, and frankly, I was kind of in a, a different mindset. I never imagined what was to come. And when we welcomed our daughter into this world, she was born just a couple days before my birthday. And it really hit me hard. We got married young. It's. I came to realize that 
God made her my wife special that she can take an egg and turn it into a human being with God's help. Women have this special way of turning something small into something big and something comfortable. And we need to recognize that as men and we need to pray for our wives to make sure that our wives accept that special ability that they have and use it for God's glory. And we need to rejoice in that and we need to pray that each one of us uses everything that God has given us to honor Him and to glorify Him. So today, I want you to just take a moment, take a couple minutes if that's what it takes. Think about your wife's special gifts and think about how it is that you can pray for her that she can use them and even encourage her to use them to honor and glorify God. Thanks. Looking forward to seeing you next time.